fashion insider friends what is up this is the fashion crimes podcast where i cover all things fashion style shopping style inspiration and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better yes i'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40 and i mean way after 40 Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What's up, everybody? Boy, do I have a special treat for you today. I'm not going to delay this any second. What's up, Noli? Hey there. Our lady about town is back and fierce. Fierce. Tell us what you're doing today, Nolly. Oh, no. That's the great move. Moving, moving, moving. How many coats do you have to move? 29. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't, you know, I can't be moving the coats until the rain stops. So I decided to come back and make an appearance. Oh, I'm so grateful. You can thank Mother Nature. Yes. Thank you for having your day ruined. So then you felt guilty enough to come back on the podcast. So happy, loving this journey for us. Well, and actually the the topic kind of came up funnily a few times over the past month. And then I, it kind of dawned on me this morning. I was like, Ooh, I have many opinions on this. Hit us. Go, go for it. Why do people look like shit when they travel? Why do people think they can wear their pajamas in the airport? No, no, girl. I took a picture of a guy. He was literally wearing basketball shorts and cowboy boots. I have a picture. I'm going to put him on the blog so everybody can see. That's just, and my friend Paula always says, okay, so your house is on fire. That's your go-to. That's what you're going to grab when you leave the house. I, I don't get that. Tell us what you've seen or what you can't unsee. Let's just say that. I understand not everybody is like me. I <laughs> Really? I'm so glad. I would sooner die than travel in a sweatpant. Even a chic one? Even a chic... Uh, I don't know. Maybe if they're cashmere <laughs> and they fit well. I'm not wearing like four sizes too big, terry cloth, like sweatpants or whatever, cotton sweatpants. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm going to sleep on a plane, I will dead ass like change. Like, some they like give you the little pajama things. Like, that's fine. I travel in a dark stretch jean and they are just as comfortable and you don't look like shit. That is the question. If you're taking an overnight flight or an international flight, do you change your clothes? Because I never have. I have and I haven't. Depends on the flight. Okay. I never bring a change of clothes. I'm like, I guess this is what I'm sleeping in. Well, that's a great example because you (laughs) slept in, what was it? A tie-dye velvet turtleneck pro and a schooler gown? Because it literally is so comfortable. It's like a nightgown. So I was really happy to sleep in that. But that's chic but comfortable. I know not everybody can you know, dress to that standard on a, on a plane, but I actually have two other friends who have now bought that dress because I told them about you using it to travel. I love that. When I go to the airport, I always say, you know, I want to set up a fashion booth, an information booth, like what to wear and what not to wear. And I'll tell you my biggest pet peeve, and I understand why, probably get a lot of shit from this, but we had the sneaker discussion, people. We had it. 
I told you what sneakers to wear that were acceptable as fashion sneakers and what sneakers were just workout sneakers. So why am I seeing workout sneakers in the fucking airport? Now, Nolan, can you answer that for us? I don't know what to tell you on that one. Uh, it's just, I, if I, the people who make those on cloud tennis shoes must be billionaires, billionaires. Well, I bought, I bought some yesterday. That is the biggest suburban tennis shoe I've ever seen. It's fine. I, I've seen people wear it, but it's really a workout shoe. That is my only complaint about that. The only people who get passes at the airport for not looking okay. There are three categories of people. Yes. Old people. <laughs> but what's old? What, what, I mean, come on. Or like, listen, if, if you're like, if your only worry is getting on the plane, cause you know, mobility is whatever power to you. Good for you on traveling, getting culture, doing your thing, whatever. Great. Small children. I don't care what they're dressed like. And yes. small, the, child, the parents of small children, you can dress however you want, however you want. Your only job is to keep them away from me. <laughs> I don't care if you look like shit as long as you make sure your baby's not crying in my ear. That's fair. That's fair. You know, then I don't care. But if you're young and fabulous and you're wearing, you know, your yoga pants on the plane that are so tight, I can, you know, yeah, need therapy afterwards. <laughs> I just, why? And yeah. I understand. I mean, there have been times, like if I'm going to, usually it's, um, in, you know, for, especially with London. If I'm going to London Fast Week and I might not have time to change getting off the plane, like, I get it. Not everyone's going to dress to that level. So I, like, I'm, or I might just want to change my jacket and not change my trouser before I go to the first show. Because, like, sometimes I've gone run to the first two shows and then left and then gone home, changed, showered, done whatever, and then gone back out for the rest of the day. But, like, why do you want to travel like you look like you've given up on life? I have the thing to go back to the kids for a minute. If your kids are walking... They need to be wearing clothes and not pajamas at the airport. That's another pet peeve I have. Again, they're kids. It's not an excuse. They're people. They need to be dressed. I don't care what they're wearing, but they do not need to be wearing their pajamas in the airport with a blanket and a stuffed animal. Like they just rolled out of bed. Well, that's the thing is if you keep the blanket and the stuffed animal in your tote bag and you give it to them when they're on the plane. Right. Exactly. Because otherwise, like they're dragging the blanket around all the germs. Yikes. No. Yikes. If your baby is in a carrier and they're wearing pajamas because they're going to go to sleep, great. But if your baby is walking, uh, they need to have on clothes. That's my that's my fashion rule. Once they start walking, they got to wear clothes. I think that's fair. Yeah, especially in public. And it's such a chance to dress them cute without them saying no. Why would you not take advantage of that, letting them wear whatever you want them to wear? I mean, I wasn't alive for the old days, but <laughs> when people used to get dressed up to travel. Yes, yes. When it was a thing. And you know what I saw? Coming back from Paris this season, every now and again, there are like fashion flights. You know, like, you know, a yeah. certain flight is going to be full of fashion people. So actually going from Milan to Paris this season was a fashion flight. You know, um, one of the men's fashion directors for Brooke Goodman was on my flight and a bunch of photographers and everything. And he was very comfortable, but he had, you know, it was looked very, you know, put together, whatever. Coming back from Paris, I was in the airport and Paris was a nightmare this season because of these um, protests and, and uh, strikes. Everyone kind of was forced onto a couple different flights. And so I get to the airport and then like all of the executives from Saks and from Chanel are on my flight, as well as a bunch of, you know, content creators and journalists, everyone 
was relatively well put together. And even my friend Hanan was wearing a really gorgeous hot pink, like satin coat. But like underneath, he was wearing comfortable clothes, but he didn't look like a homeless person. You know, he looked really well put together. <laughs> Take the coat off and you get on the plane and you're comfortable, but you don't look like a crazy person. Yeah. He did make fun of me, though. I sat down across from him in the lounge. And he's like, well, I'm dressed like a homeless person and you just like stepped off a runway. And I'm like, well, I was wearing like a chunky knit sweater and a theory coat. Like it wasn't, I mean, I did have many brooches on, but <laughs> I was like, I literally threw this on because it wouldn't fit in my suitcase because listen, we were like not sure if we were going to get our luggage. Like poor Eva Chen had like run through the airport wearing three Hermes bags across her body. because No, couldn't. she did not. Yeah. Because she didn't check her luggage because she's like, I'm not getting this back if I do. So she wore was wearing four layers of clothes. She put oh, on her Oh my God. Getting out of Paris was crazy. And so I was terrified. I put all of my less important things in my checked bag and in my carry-on. I'd stuffed all of my shoes my like book tote was stuffed full of my handbags that was with me and all my jewelry. <laughs> and then my shoes and my like good coats were all stuffed in my carry-on. Uh, Nolan is a man and he has several purses and several coats and several brooches. I just I had a lot, a lot going on. It was really quite a journey. So I just kind of threw on what wouldn't fit in the carry-on. I was like, what's gonna take on the take up the most amount of real estate that I could actually just wear? How many brooches did you have on? No, I think it was only two, but the rest were in my bag. Oh, okay. But they were Scaparelli, so they were like, they were big ones. I will say this. When I see somebody who looks fabulous on a plane, I always go up to them and I'm like, I have to know about this. Like, you are a fashion person. You stand out to me. You look good. You look amazing. I love giving other women compliments. I love that. It makes me so happy. But rarely do I see someone, it, because people go through from place to place. Now, if you're about to go on vacation, people go to Florida, whatever, they got their big straw hat. They're coming back for their honeymoon. You know, maybe I might give a pass for that. It's just the people that wear workout clothes in the airport. And I, I think teenagers don't care. So there's nothing you can do about that. But just put on regular clothes. That's the smiling, the smiling great. I like being the fancy one on the plane though. Me too. Totally. I always get compliments in the airport. Always. I love when I'm going somewhere not fashionable and everyone looks at me like I have 10 heads and I'm like, really? <laughs> but you're not going to Maine anymore. You're going to Boston. Yeah, but even so, some people get frightened. <laughs> I can only imagine why, Nolan. You're scaring the kids. You're scaring the kids. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, some people have never seen, you know, an eggplant turtleneck. <laughs> that is on a grown man. That's fair. So, you know, I just, I can't with the bad travel things. I just, I don't understand why it's a thing. Don't you want to look your best all the time? Don't you uh, well, want to feel your best all the time? Don't you want to get somewhere and be excited? Again, that is the whole premise of what we talk about every week is getting people to understand that you too can look fabulous on a plane. Yes, you can. Instead of grabbing those Lululemon yoga pants, you know, you can grab some real pants. How about that? And grab some real pants and you can make it work. Honestly. Nolan, did I tell you I'm so excited about my newest client? She is in her late 70s and she is going to look amazing. It's never too late. A thousand percent. I mean, honestly, it still bothers me. I just can't. There was this one woman who was wearing yoga pants that were so tight and like an oversized, like white button down. And I was like, Okay, but the white button down is not long enough to cover what you're exposing. 
But Nolan, where do you draw the line when it comes to luggage? Because when you go see people on the luggage waiting for their stuff and you see the Star Wars suitcase coming down the thing, what's your first reaction? I hope it's a child's. <laughs> it's for a grown man. I've seen that. I've seen the the Star Wars. I've seen that. And I mean, I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about like grown ass adults carrying those suitcases. No, that's not okay. <laughs> no, that's not okay. That's not all okay. No, I, I've seen that before. I've seen, you know, and my suitcase has been beat up. Well, let me tell you, beat up. But I try to give it a bath every now and then. I have the away luggage, which is I great. Do too. You just use a magic eraser. So yeah, I let mine get pretty beat up, but then I give it a bath and then it looks brand new. Then it looks great. But I'm not carrying a Harry Potter suitcase as an adult. Sorry, seen that too. Listen, I'm all for Harry Potter. Listen, I'm I'm all for Harry Potter, but not on my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nolan, you just had your birthday. That's exciting. I did indeed. And you felt loved. That's all that matters. I I'll actually be celebrating more this evening. Mm, that's exciting. Yes, at my favorite place. So, I'll be doing that, and it will be great. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. See, these are the real problems that plague me. You know, yeah. what am I going <laughs> to Listen, you know what it's like. I mean, my other issue is like, I don't want like the stash or some shit. Like, no. It's not your bachelorette party, honey. No. Yeah, exactly. I made a couple of mistakes of like going out late night in delicate fabric. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and not do that because there's like a Cosmo spilled down the back inexplicably. Ugh. Or like, you know, I ruined really good pieces that way. And thankfully, I just brought one that like is really quite special to me to the um, dry cleaner and he fixed it, thank God. But like, this is not a late night shirt anymore. This is a one martini shirt. What about, what about your sequin turtleneck? Your Aquaman sequin turtleneck? Not Aquaman. It's emerald green. Mm-hmm. And Aqua gay? I don't know. No, okay. <laughs> it is a green sequin turtleneck and it is fantastic. And I only really wear it in the winter because, you know, it's a, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. It does look lovely on you, I must say. It's a cool piece. It's one of those that just stays with you. I was going to wear that, but honestly, again, it gets a little itchy by the end of the night because, like, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world to wear. It's very chic, it's just not comfortable. Well, is it any less itchy than my sequin trench coat that you asked to borrow to take to Fashion Week? I wore it actually in um, in Milan and in Paris, and it didn't bother me like the like my turtleneck did. But I did. People loved it. But of course, the last day of Milan, it was fucking pouring rain. It was not a nice day, and I was like, "Why is the only waterproof garment I brought lined in sequins?" <laughs> it was a lot of coat. I loved it, but it was a lot of coat. Since Nolan is living his best skinny life, he's asking me to borrow my coats. So I have generously offered him my coat. He also told me to buy this other coat, which was a very hot ticket item that was priced very low. And I bought it. He said, you know, the only reason I told you to buy it so I could wear it. Right. And I was like, is that where we are in our relationship? Really? Well, but there's also, here's the thing though, but see, I was, I'm being respectful. I'm not asking to borrow it until you've had it for at least a full season. See, I'm a giver. Mm. Okay. We'll go with that. In the meantime, you and I have a couple things coming up. 
We're going to the Rising Star Luncheon for FGI Fashion Group International. And I have a table again, and we're deciding what I'm going to wear. Nolan is deciding that. And he also said that I need to calm down that it's not my birthday party. So I did say that, and I stand by that. But and it was going to be a really good time. I'm going to be wearing Alexander McQueen, I think, a nice, probably pink moment. Because I realized I forgot that the blazer I just bought that I have, I forgot I have the matching shirt from the same collection that I bought when it came out. So I was like, hmm, now I can wear both together. Trials and tribulations. It's a real journey. (laughs) A real journey. And then your outfit, actually, as soon as we're done recording this, I have to order a jacket for you. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For a surprise jacket for the Rising Star Luncheon. It's going to be a great time, actually. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's always a good time. Any excuse to get drunk at lunch. I, see, that's what I'm saying. I actually, though, I'll be honest, I only day drink like four days a year. My issue with day drinking is the hangover starts before you're asleep. And then you <laughs> want to die. <laughs> All right, we've gotten off subject. Nolan, give us some great travel outfits. If you're telling people what not to wear, we have to tell them. A skinny stretch jean that's very comfortable with an oversized sweater or a boyfriend blazer or a very comfortable coat. The secret weapon for winter travel is a teddy coat because it really is like a blanket, but it looks chic. Okay, do you know it is spring outside, right? You do know that? Yeah. Yeah, so a boyfriend blazer, a chunky sweater, you know, a, an oversized button down, but like one that's like long enough to carry, cover, you know, everybody's business. <laughs> yeah. What kind of shoe, since I'm bitching about the shoes, what kind of shoe? I actually love to travel in a Chelsea boot for men because they're easy to slip on, slip off. Okay. A Gucci loafer. I do like to travel. I have tra- traveled in a Gucci loafer several times. I actually came home from Paris breaking in new Celine loafers because I didn't want to squish them in my luggage. Not the best. They hurt like a bitch, but you know what? I, I stand by that decision. <laughs> but there are also the girls who are like traveling in a heel and I'm like, you're trying way too hard. You don't want to be the girl in first class who looks like she's trying too hard. I have seen people with like neon high heel boots and then they change to flip flops. I'm like, girl, what are you going to do with those boots? It's just, it's not necessary. My other thing is please, for the love of God, stop wearing the Gucci fucking green and red striped sweatpants at the airport, please. Yeah. Please. Or the Balenciaga shit with the Balenciaga hoodie all over it. I'm over that look too. It's not a vibe. It's not okay. It doesn't look chic. You look like an ass. <laughs> no, you're just the asshole who spent $1,000 in a pair of sweatpants. Like, you know, and the only acceptable time to spend $1,000 in a pair of sweatpants is if they're Laurel Piana cashmere. Okay. Uh, or Brunello. Brunello, but not Gucci with the ugly ass stripe. I can't do it. Or the Gucci slides. Cannot tell you no how much slides I in the that. airport. That's my biggest thing. That's my pet peeve. No slides on a plane. This is not the pool. We are not right. the beach. Yes. Put some fucking shoes on. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, Allah, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Slides are so done. And I've seen them continuously, time and time at the mall, in the grocery store. I mean, if you're leaving the gym, like, again, I'm not mad at you and you're going to the grocery store. I am, I am a little bit. <laughs> I just, I, I, whatever. Put on a slip on, damn it. Nolan, you don't spin, okay? So you have to change your shoes for spin class. Okay, you put on another sneaker, you weirdo. 
Well, I'm just saying I, that would be get, but slides are ugh anyway. Like I have never, ever liked slides ever. I don't like the way they look. They are for people who play sports. That's how the trend started. The soccer players were wearing them. That's where it should stop. I absolutely agree. They should not be outside the gym. They just shouldn't be. I think yes. it's inappropriate. And if I see another man, a grown heterosexual man in the airport with fucking flip-flops on, I'm going to flip the table. I'm going to flip the table. I can't. I can't with that. It's just, I should never see another man's feet unless I'm at the pool or the beach. Yeah. I. uh, Do you even have flip-flops anymore? Or the beach, literally on the beach. Yes, correct. Like even like walking around Miami, I would never. No, my God, no. No, you have an espadrille or again, a Gucci loaf. An <laughs> espadrille. <laughs> uh, I mean, we love to quote the birdcage. You know, you can always get more toast. You can always get more toast. I have to say, one of my new favorite people in the entire universe is really fabulous and amazing. I met him at a gala at the Met. And, you know, we've become very good friends. I, really, I just adore him. Who? He does not, has not seen the fucking birdcage. Oh, and stop. I, the other day, um, did you divorce he, him? No. So I was like, do, will you come? Like, do you want to come to this gala with me? And so he did. And we were in a cab for 25 minutes. We had a dinner beforehand and we went four blocks in 25 minutes. So <laughs> we got off the, we got out of the cab $45 later Ugh. and took the subway. And he was like breaking in new dress shoes and was clearly in a lot of pain. And he tripped and fell forward. He's like, oh, with the shoes. And all I could think of was the the bit in the birdcage when he's wear, all dressed up in the tux and he trips and he goes, I don't wear the shoes because they make me fall down. <laughs> and I tried to make the joke and he didn't fucking understand it. Do you understand? Agador. Ag- Poor Agador. I know. So I was just, I was not happy. Um, I'm sorry about that. But look, he can always learn. It's okay. It's okay. Well, I said, I'm coming over. I'm gonna, We're going to sit on your couch and watch that. It's not your fault you were seven years old when you saw that movie. Yeah, that I grew up on that and the that and Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> but that was a, that was actually a really fun fashion moment. I went to a fabulous gala the other night. Well, gala is not right. It was a ball technically. What is the difference, no, oh, oh, Queen Nolan? Gala, a gala is more, I think, sit down and is active fundraising with speeches and maybe an auction. A ball is just a big party. I see. I see. No formalities. And it was hosted by um, a few friends of mine and then um, Wes Gordon, the designer of Carolina Herrera. Yes. And his husband, Paul, who is like the coolest human being ever. I want to be him when I grow up. And a few of their muses and everyone was wearing Carolina. It was so chic. It was so nice to see everybody like really dolled up. I really like seeing people just go for it. So it was nice to like see. I saw all of the, all of the, you know, spring lines from last September in person now. Amazing. Nolan, do you have any old lady crushes this week? Who are you crushing on? Besides Alina Cho's mother. Duh. I mean, the chicest woman alive. I can't even. (laughs) That woman is so chic. I can't even tell you. I mean, Elena Cho has been the best dressed newscaster for life. I mean, she's always been glamorous, and her mother is equally as glamorous. And I actually bumped into them in Bergdorf Goodman a few months ago inside Scaparelli. And, and Elena was loving all of the Scaparelli, and so was I. And her mother was like, This is just, it, it's too artsy for me. I prefer Dior. And I was like, I know you do. And I, you know what? I love you for it. No one's like, Can I hold your hand? <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to be best friends with both of them. I'm not going to lie. I mean, they're just very chic women. May Musk, you love her. As a human being, yes. I don't always love her style. She's very kind, very nice to me. I really like her, but it's 50-50. Last time I saw her, she was in ostrich feathers. What's not to love? Which I love. No, but then there are times where I'm like, this is what they gave you. Like, girly, you're so much better than this. Oh, you need to style her. I do. She would be on the bucket list. But my biggest, actually, people keep asking, like, oh, who's your dream celebrity client? And beyond Adele, which, like, obviously no. But I love her. My two that come to mind are like, are people always make fun of me for them? They're like, they're fabulous women, but like, that's what you're thinking. One is Mariska Hargitay because she's so stunning and fabulous. And she's the sweetest human being. I mean, I got to spend some time with her and Candace at um, the FGI Night of Stars last year, and we spent some time backstage together, and she's fucking hysterical. Love her. She's in this custom Siriano outfit, and someone, probably wrong was taking like 20 minutes to do his fucking speech. And I understand it was an honor. And he really does do incredible work with his charity and his nonprofit. But like, again, when you're getting an award, you know that it's not appropriate to give a 20 minute speech. Let's keep it moving. It's just, it's just, you know what? I understand that the message is important, but there are ways like that's why you have like someone who will go through and like check it. So we were backstage and Mariska was like, we were sitting there and she's like, oh, God, it's just taking a while. So behind <laughs> the waiting area was the kind of green room where all of, you know, everybody was backstage and all the photo editors were editing from the red carpet. I said, well, do you want to go in here? And she goes, yeah, sure. I said, do you want a drink? She goes, hell yeah. So, we, you know, we grabbed us each a Bellini. And over her, over the guy's shoulder, she can see the image he's editing. She walks up and goes, oh, God, no, you can't publish that. I'm a sex cop on TV. Remember? Look, my boobs are out. <laughs> I was dying. Dying. It was so good. I just, she's so fabulous and she's so funny and she's so nice. And I think stylistically, she just has so much more potential than her stylist gives her credit for. Because I just saw an outfit she's wearing from Stodd yesterday. And I'm like, this is so not even chic. Yeah, 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 yeah. She is so much cooler than that. My Mm -hmm. other, and she usually does look beautiful, but I want to style her because I'm obsessed with her, is Ellen Pompeo. Okay, who's that? Meredith Gray from Grey's Anatomy. Get your head in the game. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. An icon in every sense of the word. And I love her because she's stunning. She's beautiful. She's brilliant. And she's very aware and uh, uses her her platform to do a lot of good in the world and raise a lot of awareness for a lot of things. And she's, you know, just I don't very watch much- doctor shows. Sorry. I don't like blood or scary things. She's just fantastic. Okay. And, you know, she's on my list too. And, you know, they're also you know, in their 40s and 50s. Like, those are the girls. Like, I want to dress women. I don't want to dress girls. No way. We've had that discussion. Yeah. Recently, I instituted a rule. I called Holly and I was like, I'm never taking another client under the age of 30 ever again. Uh, No. I thought you said 40. (laughs) No, I really, I said 30. And then I was like, maybe 35. Yeah. I just can't. No. Uh -uh, Uh-uh. No. You just work very well with older, older women. That's who gets you. Myself included. My dream style client is because not only do they need me, but they need my wisdom, sparking personality, and charm. In fashion sense, is Trisha Yearwood. So humble. I'm so humble. Trisha Yearwood needs me. Just gonna leave it at that. And Kelly Clarkson. She does look like shit. Oh, I love Kelly Clarkson. I know you love her, but she needs my help. That's all I'm gonna say. She would benefit greatly. To hire me as her stylist. That's all I'm saying. We would take a completely different avenue. 
There are times when I don't love what she's wearing, although Kelly Clarkson, once I saw her in person, she was wearing a green chiffon Gucci dress. She's pretty. Look, every time we see her at the gym in my old lady workout group, I'm like, we need to work on this. But that's okay. Style's a journey. Style is a journey. And we are going to work on that. And I'm going to put that in the universe for them. But Trisha Yearwood is a household name. I love her cooking show. I want her to level up and elevate her style. And I'm going to help her do it. It's going to be great. And I'm going to meet Garth Brooks. And we're going to be best friends. And we're going to go on vacation with them. See, that's the kind of thing I want to go on. Like, I, I'm actually, you know, going on vacation with some, like, work like work friends at the end of the month. I want to go on vacation with work friends, but I don't want to be pressured. Like, these are people I don't care if they see me drunk at, like, 10 a.m. at brunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, all I know is that when we go out with a new couple, Jonathan always says, can you please wait until we're 20 minutes into the date before you ask them to go on vacation with us? I'm like... Maybe, well, that's maybe true not. Because you know what? He is a very he is a very busy man, and I wouldn't want to spend time with people I wouldn't I didn't know either. I like to meet people, and again, I will not apologize. Darling, you can meet people without going on vacation with them. I know this is true, but when I'm on vacation, I like to meet people. That's all I'm saying. See, I'm the same part time. People say that about me with going out at night. Like the other night, my favorite place in New York, you know, everybody knows I, I go to like the same three places. I love this place called The Nines. It's my favorite. And it's, they're very, it's a very tough place to get into. It's taken me a very long time to be able to kind of just kind of go when I really want to go and not have to fight. So we're at the Frick Gala the other night. And I've already said, you know, and I, I said to the people there, I was like, you know, what, I'm going to come. I'll probably be like six of us, whatever. And that's still a lot to bring, you know, at midnight on a Thursday, which in New York City is the new Friday. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Thursday is the hottest night of the week now. Pro tip, I don't think it's the hottest night of the week in the rest of the country, but in New York, (laughs) Thursday is the hottest night of the week because it's like, I think it kind of shows you're a certain level of fabulous or accomplished that you can roll up hungover to work on Friday and like not get fired or whatever. And that's why I never schedule client things before like 11 on a a Friday because I'm like, or your boss is drunk too. Let's be honest. Yeah, or clients are hungover because sometimes mm-hmm. I made the mistake of going out on a Thursday night with a client and we're supposed to go out the next morning and she'll like call me in the morning, not happening. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen once and I had the designer something close to her apartment. I was like, nope. And no, what happened was she called me and she goes, yeah, um, I, I don't think this is a good, I cut her off and go, we are on the same page. I'll call you when the hangover's gone. <laughs> and she's like, okay, okay, I'm going to go get an IV infusion. I was like, okay. God, I've never tried that. Should I do that? Yes. Pro tip. Try an IV when you're hungover. They have like subscriptions in New York where like you pay a monthly fee or whatever. They just come to your apartment and give you like IV vitamins and hydration. How white is that? Somebody's going to come to your apartment, give you an IV because you've had too much champagne and martinis the night before. Whitest thing you've ever said. Well, I did have someone yesterday, we were calling in the morning, we were all hungover from the gala, and my friend calls me and she goes, why do I think I'm P. Diddy whenever I'm drunk? And I go, why? She goes, I just looked at my receipt from the nines and I ordered 23 shots of vodka. Oh my God, that is not okay. And I was like, oh yeah, you kept giving everyone rounds of shots. And I was like, what is she doing? And she goes, I don't know, but can someone confiscate my credit cards next time, please? Because this is ridiculous. Yes, I do. pro tip, IVs. <laughs> pro tip, pro white girl tip. Okay, so Nolan, we were talking about bad travel fashion. Good 
airport outfits. Be comfortable, but be chic. Any final thoughts? It's not that difficult. I agree. You don't have to put in a ton of effort. I know that some people just don't know, but it's not that hard to look smart if you put four or five hours. Like I have told people that if you spend a week, even four days, actively looking at fashion, reading or consulting a stylist or whatever, in four days, you can learn enough to change the way, you know, your entire life operates. I think that is great advice. And I always tell people to look at department store websites. It says what's trending, what's hot, bestsellers. It's not that hard. I mean, it's just not. And, you know, the amount of people and things that happen in airports and fabulous, you know, run-ins and people you meet in airports or in lounges I mean, I had a friend who, you know, works in PR and met, you know, the head of some major, major, you know, company at the bar at the Amex Lounge and they, you know, he offered her a job. No way. That's amazing. Great story. But she would never be caught dead. I mean, I've never seen her look anything less than incredible. And she does have that effortless style gene that some people are just born with and, you know, fuck her. But (laughs) I mean, people are more likely to talk to you, you know, professionally when I'm, especially when I'm traveling for business, I'm so much more conscious of what I'm wearing, what I'm presenting, whatever, because you just never know. I think that's such great advice because it's not like running up to the grocery store or running into Target. Everyone is seeing you. You never know who's looking at you, who it might spark a conversation. That's all I'm saying. I think that if you're dressed for that, then you're not like, oh my God, no one come talk to me. Right. And don't break in new dress shoes. I'm also not a, a, a person who believes, I do believe, you know, beauty is pain in some cases, but I'm actually very much not like that when it comes to shoes. Um, watch the birdcage if you haven't already or get a refresher. But also, I mean, I walk eight miles a day. Now, I understand that I shouldn't be doing that in Gucci loafers, but <laughs> at the same time, I cannot be marching, even for a night out. I can't be doing that. I cannot be in pain. I cannot, you know, I mean... I am fine not being able to breathe. <laughs> That's okay with me. It's not okay with me. And Nolan always tries to encourage me. What? Just breathe less. Just breathe less. There's something to be said about wearing something with a fabulous corset and being all done up like an amazing jacket or like I, you know, I look good in a double breasted. Sometimes they're very tight and that's okay. But like my toes wanting to fall off and then not being able to wear good shoes for like four days afterwards, that doesn't work. Uh, But back to your original advice, taking 30 minutes a day and just looking at websites, fashion blogs, you know, reading our blog, listening to fashion podcasts, mine in particular, you know, that's a really good way to start just being aware. Just be aware. That's all. And don't let me catch you at the airport and fucking Uggs. Don't. No, no. A shearling, you know what? The shearling Gucci loafer lined. If you're going to do the furry shit, that's what you do. Yeah, (laughs) that's what you do, Queen. That's what you do. Everybody watch The Birdcage. Make Nolan happy. If you haven't seen it, you might get in trouble. So everyone go watch The Birdcage so you all know Nolan's private jokes. That was one thing is that when we met, I I knew you'd already seen it. So I knew that I was in good hands. Yeah. So how about those dolphins? How about those dolphins? (laughs) Uh, the amount of times that I use that, and it's really great when you use it in an awkward conversation. There's like eight people and only one person gets it at the table. <laughs> but when they do, oh my God, does it happen? It happened to me. I was at like a dinner for work last year. and It was a little uncomfortable because there were two people at the table who really were not okay with each other. And so there was like an awkward silence. And I just go, 
So how about those dolphins? <laughs> and the, one of them just bursts into laughter. And everyone else is like, what? And I'm like, no one else gets this. No one else understands. Okay, Nolan, we've gone way over. Thank you for making time for us and giving us travel tips and complaining about what annoys you. That always brightens our day. I know John is very happy to hear you again. That's our editor. Shout out to John. We will have Nolan back when he has more time, downtime. And the only time he really has downtime is when it's raining because he doesn't want to get any of his coats wet. So we got lucky Moving today. in the rain is tough. And so, yes, that's what I'm waiting for. It's a horrible day. And, of course, I picked today. Well, actually, I picked yesterday because it was supposed to be gorgeous. And then there was a moving truck delay. And then, of course, today, I was like, it's going to be great. It's perfect. It's the first nice day we've had in forever, temperature-wise. And it goes 90% chance of rain. I'm like, God. Did you have a grilled cheese yet? I haven't eaten yet today. I'm starving myself because of my birthday dinner. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm going to a fabulous new restaurant and I want, and I, you know, need to make sure that there's enough room for me to eat three bread baskets. <laughs> and the dessert. No one does not fuck around with dessert. Okay. He does not. That's correct. <laughs> I like don't ever need to snack. No. But don't fuck with my dessert. Do not. Nolan goes and gets those homemade Oreos. I forgot the name of the bakery. He goes, I got you one. He goes, I said, you know, I'm going to take a bite and give it back. He goes, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Happy late birthday. I hope you have a fabulous time tonight. I hope that you fit in all your pants and all your clothes. That will work. That will happen. That I'm less concerned about. Okay. Thank you for joining us. If y'all have not signed up for our email list, please do so at the Fashion Crimes Podcast website. Send us a DM. Let us know what you want to hear. Thanks for listening to us babble. We just haven't caught up in a minute between Nolan yelling at me about what I should be wearing, what I shouldn't be wearing to the rising star. That is the topic of our arguments in our marriage this week. So stay tuned for next week because we have other events coming up. I have vacation coming up. I want to get a new bathing suit. Nolan always fights me on that for the summer. I don't need to be spending money on that. It's too expensive. Nobody cares about your bathing suit. I'm like, I care about my bathing suit. Then he wants me to buy chic old lady cover-ups. You do love a Dolce bathing suit. I do love a Dolce bathing suit. And I do, I am loving a caftan more and more these days. I will have to say that. Yeah. I do need a new beach bag. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about y'all. Have a great, fun, fashionable week. Nolan, thank you so much for joining us. We love you. We'll be following you on all your adventures. And if you have a question for Nolan, send it to me because he's not going to check his DMs because he gets a lot of fan mail these days. Let's I did honest. get shit for yes, last night at dinner for having 234 unanswered text messages. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't like a lot of people. And they're like, Nolan. <laughs> Goodbye, Nolan. We'll talk to you later, and I'll call you in five minutes. All right. Bye, darling. Love you. Bye. Bye.